What is up, Steel Studios? Happy Tuesday, everyone. March 1st. Ladies and gentlemen, it is March 1st, 2022. Can you believe it? Brand new month. Third month in this year of 22. And I'm grateful for all of you joining me here today on a new edition of The Study Session, episode number 243. And with everything that's transpired, everything that's been going on, even though we've hit a little bit of a lull right now, but just with some time to process things, I'm going to revisit my draft priorities, off-season priorities, and let you know how things have changed, if they have changed at all here on today's episode. So glad you're joining me for that. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study. It truly does mean the world to me. I appreciate you listening, reading, and sharing with your family and friends. I would love to connect with you. Let's make that happen. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles you can drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Let's make it happen. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which you drive the content. And let's make that happen this weekend. And then finally, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. Matt Cecil and I will be putting up the latest edition in which we discuss the Steelers' defensive free agents. And then Jim and I will be having a special guest on after the combine. Check that out. Everything is linked in the show notes. So let's jump into it. It's March 1st and things are going to start popping and hopping in the NFL. And I wanted to revisit what I had listed as the priorities for the draft and for free agency for the Steelers. And I had them broken down as follows. Offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, middle linebacker. Those were the four positions I had as being immediate needs with also the need for a role player in terms of a speedy wide receiver who could take the top off of a defense, and also a third down running back in the mold of a Darren Sproles type player. And there are a few assumptions that I'm making here or that I made when I had set these priorities, one being that they re-signed Juju Smith-Schuster. But I'm not so certain that's going to happen, which is going to change things. This assumes that they re-sign Terrell Edmonds, which as we stand here today, I'm not so certain that's going to happen. And it also assumes they re-sign Kello Witherspoon. And as we stand here today, I'm not so certain that happens. And so a failure to sign any of those three aforementioned players, Smith, Schuster, Edmonds, Witherspoon, it's going to change the entire trajectory of this offseason. But still... Let's jump into this. Let's talk these priorities. And if anything has changed for me in terms 
of how I forecast this draft going. I'm not backing off of my original prediction and belief that the primary need that will be addressed in the first round will be quarterback because I still believe that's going to happen. I believe there is a player in this crop of quarterbacks that the team likes, that they have their eyes set on, that they will pull the trigger on with pick 20. That hasn't changed. I just can't justify drafting an offensive lineman in the first round. Sure, you can get a tremendous player at pick 20, but I think you could find a starter in the second round that is plug and play. That combined with some free agency additions, and you could bolster that offensive line. So nothing has changed for me. First round is still quarterback. And that's even if Stefan Toon doesn't come back. I don't know if I feel comfortable enough with this year's crop of defensive linemen to pull the trigger in the first round. You have to look in the second and third round. The quarterback early on, and I really haven't changed off of offensive linemen, second round, and then middle linebacker, defensive lineman, third or fourth round. You could put them in, in any order. What we don't know is how they'll address those positions in free agency. Do they have a middle backer in free agency that they like, that they're going to pursue? Do they have a defensive lineman in free agency that they're going to pursue? Do they have an offensive lineman? They have to have an offensive lineman because they can't completely build through the draft. And then quarterback, mid-tier free agent. But as I talked on yesterday's show, please no Jameis Winston, no Mitchell Trubisky, no Teddy Bridgewater. They're just know they don't provide any dynamic or element that Mason Rudolph does. If you're going to sign a guy, go after Marcus Mariota, somebody who's got a little bit more explosiveness in terms of mobility and in the running game. But the thing that I'll come back to is how critical these are three critical positions and players that are current Steelers free agent that depending on what happens to them can shift things around and number one is what happens with Juju Smith-Schuster if he's not resigned there becomes an elevated need at wide receiver you're not just needing a speedster a vertical threat now you're needing somebody who is also a staunch position excuse me possession receiver so that's assigning Potential signing to pay close attention to. They got to get that deal done. Terrell Edmonds. If you let Edmonds walk, now you have a huge need at safety. You're going to have to sign a guy in free agency or draft somebody. Edmonds had his best season. He knows the system. He's got chemistry. You have to resign him. If you don't, it's going to change things. It's more work to be done in an offseason where there's already too much work to be done. The same thing goes for Akella Witherspoon. You have to resign him. If you don't, guess what? Now you're on the market for a corner. Now that comes into play in the draft. And again, 
in an off season when there is too much work to be done, you don't want to add to that list. So the Steelers have to resign their own. They've got to get these contracts done. They've got to re-up these guys. Take care of your in-house business so then you could focus on those other positions through the draft and in free agency. But again, unless I see something that changes my mind, it's still got to be QB. It's still QB with pick 20. And I don't see them trading up. I don't see them trading out of round one. They're going to hold tight. One of these guys is going to fall. I have backed off saying that I think five of these quarterbacks are going to go in the first round. I'm not buying that right now. Maybe that'll change. But I see some of these guys being around at pick 20. And I like... Right now, if I were to rank these guys just from my own evaluation, I got Desmond Ritter, one, Kenny Pickett, two, Sam Howell, three, Malik Willis, four. I'm good with any of those four. How do you rate those QBs? Or do you not like them at all? Let me know in the comments. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 243. My gratitude and appreciation to you. Thank you so much for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work. It truly does mean the world to me. I would love to connect with you. Drop me a line. One of three ways you can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com. Also, give me a follow on Twitter. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Check out the podcast that I do with Jim on his site, The Still City Insider. It's linked in the show notes. And remember, on this first day of March, it's going to be a great spring, everybody. Get ready for that. Get your mind right. Life is beautiful in the black and gold.